Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. that you control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number to call here that's 603-283-6160 we do have a caller on the line but i want to thank cornsbane who's a gold level amplifier cornsbane is a gold level amplifier which means that he's giving to the amps program which you can go to amps.freetalklive.com if you would like to also join or learn more. That's amps.freetalklive.com So thank you so much to Cornsbane um, for helping to advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. That's what AMP stands for. We really appreciate it. With you in the studio tonight, it's me, Bonnie, Lori, and Nikki. And we already have a caller on the line, Tom in New Hampshire. Tom, what's on your mind? Well, this afternoon I was on my way to uh, room 306 in the legislative office building for a hearing on daylight saving time, ending daylight saving time, House Bill 1075. I was talking to some people uh, in the building on my way up there, and uh, one guy wearing a state representative name tag asked me if my first name was Tom. Hmm. And I said, yes, I identified who I am. I don't know if he knew me from somewhere, but he said he heard me talk on Free Talk Live. Wow. Uh, a state representative, uh, it's probably just as well with him that I didn't catch his name. But, yes, you're reaching state representatives and other people out there who might as well be listening to Free Talk Live as anybody else. Well, oh, you but, didn't catch uh, his name? Because yeah. it might have been, you know, like... I didn't catch his name. One of the yeah, reps like, that... Matt. Matt. <laughs> right, that's what I was thinking. It might have been a rep that we already know listens to us. But that's pretty cool. But It'd be cool if it was like anyway, some normie. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, uh, I was I testified in support of the ending of daylight saving time and provided some maps that show where the time zone, where the 75th meridian is, and how uh, the legislative office building. You have a choice between being 13 minutes and 51 seconds slow. Uh, on Eastern Standard Time, or 46 minutes and 9 seconds fast. And uh, it pretty much explained the facts of the situation. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, how, you know, it looks like New Hampshire belongs in the Atlantic time zone at a glance of the time zone maps, but that's an illusion because the western border of the time zone is so far west. Uh, If you take a look at Michigan, uh, Michigan actually belongs in the central time zone. And most, almost all of it, just like almost all of Maine belongs in the Eastern time zone. Uh, But uh, almost all of Michigan is in Eastern time. Detroit belongs on the Central time zone. 
And uh, it's because the western border is so far west, it kind of looks like New Hampshire belongs in the next time zone over. So I, I explained that part to them. And then I made a mockery of the idea of why don't we just draw the boundary lines right where they belong? Okay, 82 and a half degrees west, that's halfway between eastern and central time, right smack dab through the city of Tampa, Florida. Sure, that, it gets better. You know, right halfway between 90 and 105 degrees west, how about go right smack dab through the heart of downtown Oklahoma City, uh, missing the state capitol building by two Are blocks. you saying, like, it's, it's like arbitrary, so it doesn't matter? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying they should draw the boundary lines where they belong, but, uh, you know, along county lines and international borders, if you have for convenience and not right smack dab through the middle of Oklahoma City, uh, where the time zone line actually belongs, it would miss the state capitol building by two blocks. How would you like to have a time zone line running right through Concord, missing the state house by two blocks? So I, well, I put it in perspective that way. Well, and, uh, either yeah. way, it's like uh, you're against this t- um Daylight savings bill, you're saying? I'm in, in support of ending daylight saving time because daylight yep. saving time is the wrong time for our longitude. Yeah, but I think and, that we uh, should definitely keep it the way it is in the spring. So we should keep daylight saving time and just stop changing it. Do you see what I'm saying? But then uh, it would be dark out when kids are going to school. and uh, Forget those kids. More- they should stop going to school. Well, it, yeah. It, it, you mean in the morning, Tom? It's not even like dark, anybody- dark. Anybody who says they can give you more daylight by tampering with your clock, well, I can sell you a cool uh, weight loss program that involves tampering with your bathroom scale. Yeah, hey, but we don't want to tamper weight. with the clocks. Yeah, I but, don't want and, to and be moved back and forth. When is it going to be dark for the kids going to school in the morning? What time in are they the, going to the school that it's time. dark? Yeah, that's a good point because even in the winter, I woke up at um, 6.20 yesterday to go to Jane Shallon's hearing and... I, when I was in the bathroom, like doing my makeup and stuff, the, the sun was coming up. It wasn't like, you know, pitch black out there. The kids aren't going to school at 5 a.m. So I, I think that's a bad, bad argument. I don't think that it should be dark at 5 p.m. That's annoying. And it's bad for everyone for like <laughs> mental health reasons. It really you know is. I, mean? like, I don't care if it's quote unquote the natural. The kids are depressed. The, it does, there's no such thing as a natural time. Time is a concept yeah time's not real it doesn't matter anyways yeah people did not but use it is clocks. annoying that they keep changing it so if they could yeah. just i don't really care but just if they would stick to one time yeah that'd be like better i do care me. though i i would prefer the spring version whatever I think that I is agree with you i kind of forget but i think i agree that the spring one feels more natural it's just in the summer like it doesn't really matter the sun's up a lot more but in the winter it would be at least like 6 p.m by the time it started getting dark instead of like five i mean there are a few days that's even earlier than that yeah, like three thirty in the afternoon yeah oh i hate it so much which is just like a winter problem if it's come light out at six o'clock in the morning and you're on daylight saving time you'll be pretending at seven o'clock in the morning yeah but i'm not awake okay. so i don't care yeah, i'm not awake <laughs> And when I am awake at 6 a.m., I don't care about pretending that it's 7. I would way rather be it. it I I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like I, I feel it doesn't like change anything for me. Most people are affected by um, daylight in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. More people are awake and doing stuff. And that's the thing. A lot of people that have to wake up really early for work, it's going to be dark regardless. If you have to wake up at like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, it's just going to be dark. And you're going to have more energy to pay attention driving when it's... 3 p.m. and it's dark, you're tired from working and you're driving home. This probably causes accidents. And depression. Yeah. Makes people sad. We need as, so we, we, we need as much uh, vitamin D 
as we can get in New Hampshire, <laughs> like yeah. New Hampshire winters, you know? Well, thank you for the call, Tom. And we, I understand we mostly agree on, on this. We mostly agree. Like it should not be changed around so arbitrarily. And um, thanks for going to the bill and letting us know that that state rep said that they listen to Free Talk Live. That's pretty cool. It was probably Matt Santanist also, but still. <laughs> or maybe Jason Gerhard. I don't know. Anyways, um, in the last segment, we were talking about people who mess up their faces. The worst thing that they can do is get the buckle fat removal. Do you what guys know that? what that is? What's up? This right here? Yes. It's just the fat in your cheeks right here. And it looks... You can't just use bronzer? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's like... The, because with bronzer, just it's like contour. so... contour. It's super <laughs> subtle. Like, that's all you want. You don't want... So how do they remove... Buckle... They cut your cheek open from the inside of your mouth. Why? And they pull it out with tweezers. It just comes right out. Because <gasps> all... I've watched it. You can't just do the... Um, what is the thing... Um, you, like, bite on it. That exercise tool, or that they they have a chin, stress. They have a chin bar. <laughs> oh yeah, I wonder if those chin bar a, things a chin work. bar thing yeah. that I've seen like infomercials about. And Me like, too. I used to have a double chin. I don't know why anybody wants to remove. Is it buckle or buckle? I don't know. I, I guess I just buccal said buckle, but I've probably just been yeah, reading cheeks. it. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah, okay, buckle fat. Oh. My bad, but still, I, I don't, don't know why anybody it. wants to. Anyway, it makes you look hollow and old Old. yeah Yeah. it it looks it's young looking to have like a full face Mm -hmm. so what the heck like yeah heroin chic like um Mm -hmm. back in the 90s every all trends are cyclical Mm. and so that's all coming back again where everybody looked like they were sick and dying yeah like well and then there's like a bunch of like i remember in the early 2000s i i watched um some clip of America's Next Top Model mm-hmm. where they were like, yeah, you're the only plus-sized model. And she's literally like a size two. Mm-hmm. Like Whoa. she was skinny and they were like, yeah, how does it feel to be plus-sized? And she was like, <laughs> I weigh 110 pounds. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, but it was like totally like really bad, like the the messaging for young girls in the early 2000s. And then because it, it got brought up because on some page I follow, they were like, you wonder why all of these girls in their 30s all had eating disorders. Yeah, there was- is because they were in the tabloids. Uh, I, I don't know if it was Jessica Simpson or somebody, but it was some just like hot chick that had curves. And they were like, she's so fat and disgusting and she should, you know, stop eating and like really aggressively, really aggressively coming after all of these uh, celebrities who are probably still way thinner than like the average population. So all of these girls were like, you know what I mean? It just kind of gets, it's just not, it was really bad. It's not good. Yeah, it was really, but now it's like too far in the other direction Uh where it's like now like a little too not like i think body positivity is like a good thing but now it's like mukbangs with like morbidly obese people and it's like prop. can't we just find like a healthy middle ground where we're like not super focused on body image but it's more like nourishing your body and like being healthy and exercising like i have a problem with body positivity because it was not intended for people weighing 400 pounds to yeah. be like, this is totally fine. Yeah. It was intended for people who were like an amputee or, you yeah. know, somebody who was born with like a, in a wheelchair or, something. or yeah. in a wheelchair or born with like a missing limb or something like that to, yeah. be, to feel positive about their body, yeah. even though they were different. Yeah. Not for people to just be so like, you're, I you're, eat Burger King every day and that's, that's fine. fine. I'm you're healthy. in favor of wheelchair Barbie, but you're not in favor of morbidly obese Barbie. Correct. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yep. But yeah, the other thing is they're like, well, just because I'm 600 pounds 
doesn't mean I'm not healthy. Yes, right. it does. It does. It actually, absolutely does. Actually, it does. Mm-hmm. There was this what doctor. What are you eating that could ever get make up and you that run across fat? the room? Yeah, six hundred pound yeah. person, get up and run across the room. Yeah, there a tiger's was, chasing you. Back to that. Right. Out. Yeah. <laughs> There's this. Carry all doctor. your groceries up the stairs in one go. Show it to me. That yeah. You can do it. I mean. It, you might not be able to do things as much as other people, and like that's one way to show it. But the other thing is just like you will die sooner. Yeah, because um, you're not healthy. Yep, it, it can't possibly be healthy. Too skinny is also not healthy. Yeah, like there's a a balance. They they've done studies on like um, elderly people and people who are slightly overweight are healthier in the elderly population because if they get sick or like they fall yeah. and break a hip they mm-hmm. can afford to lose a little bit of weight yeah that's without the thing. dying i, I think well, like really thin people are um are malnourished mm-hmm. very sometimes. very thin yeah so some really and not people. only like eating disorders or restrictive eating but like some people are just picky i guess and they're mm-hmm. not really nourishing or their like, bodies or... or they have um medical issues yeah and there are medical issues that can make you fat quote unquote yeah but like not 600 pound fat yeah yeah that's the yeah thing. seriously you're, you're just kind of fat because sometimes i'll see on facebook where someone's like dogging on like someone that's 600 pounds mm-hmm. and then there's always that one girl that's like i what if they have a medical condition no no a yeah, medical condition obesity. doesn't yeah <laughs> it doesn't do that to you like if you have a thyroid imbalance or if right. you're on like a steroid medication pcos, PCOS like something like that like you might be like three hundred pounds, maybe, yeah, maybe. or two fifty or yeah. something. I, I feel like three hundred pounds is like that's pretty big. You're it not depends on how tall be, you are, I guess. Yeah, that too. But, yeah, but you're not going to be like but nobody is tall enough once, to be six hundred pounds. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you're nearing <laughs> like, no one's well, like nine and a half feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> she's a giant, so it's fine. She's a giant. You guys need to be nice. Well, but yeah, that I, I agree. It's like no one just accidentally gets 600 pounds. And um, yeah, there, like you tried. There's this yeah, thing that people are saying. Effort. People are calling it healthism. They're saying what that like, oh, like, like instead racism of racism or yeah. like able, ableism. Yep. There is this healthism. doctor that works at Mount Sinai. Like, you know, she should be a really good doctor, right? Because it's like an expensive celebrity hospital or where but the Kardashians like, have their babies. Doctor. Yeah. And she made this video and it went viral where she was saying like, People not need to stop telling people that if they're fat, they're unhealthy. I'm a doctor, and I know that your doctor should not be shaming you for being fat or just assuming you're unhealthy because you're fat. I mean, when I was a kid, so I'm, I've always been a little bit chunky, you know? And uh, when I was a kid, I had this little Vietnamese doctor, and every time I go in, she'd be like, you're too fat. <laughs> yeah, so and I was like, and okay. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, in, in, other, in other cultures... Especially like in a lot of Asian cultures, they'll just be like, "You're fat." Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Why are you fat? Right. <laughs> I'm like, glad my just mom very blunt about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm so glad my mom told me I was getting fat when I was because I was like, it's like happened so gradually for yeah. one thing, and for another thing, I was just like, whatever. Like, I just have bigger boobs now. No, but I was actually like actually getting fat. And when I see like pictures of myself from back then, I'm like, I can't believe I didn't like know notice I was getting fat. I was just like so used to being way yeah. underweight for so long. So I'm glad my mom was like, Bonnie, you're getting fat, and I would be like. Oh my god! Like I can't believe she's saying this to me. Yeah. No, but now I'm so happy. Stating facts being offensive to people is yeah. so yep, yep. bizarre to me. Yeah, like how is saying something that is true, objectively true, offensive? Yeah, and it's not yeah. like she was saying it in a mean way. And like I'm sure fat there are people, people know with parents. Fat. Yeah, the, well, there there are probably people with parents who are like 
being unrealistic, like they're not really actually fat, or or even if they are getting fat, they're saying it in a mean way. Like I'm sure that you can be. You can do that, like be like, "Oh my god, you're such a lazy freaking well, yeah, those are terrible parents." Yeah, yeah. exactly. There That's needs, a whole separate issue. Yeah, there yeah, needs to be balance, and I think um, children should be hopefully taught healthy habits. Yeah, um, and I think it can be brought to someone's attention in like a positive way, or like I don't know. There's way because even sometimes like compliments can be negatively you know, can like can affect people negatively mentally yeah like i know some people um someone was telling a story about how like sometimes like oh my gosh you look so skinny like you look so good can sometimes be a bad thing like one girl was saying that she had cancer she had stomach cancer hmm. and people kept complimenting her on her weight loss and she was like i'm dying yeah right so i'm not taking you know what i mean so it was kind of just like it's also kind of like uh, like it's her opinion on how to feel i hope she said that to them I don't. I, yeah, I, I hope she did too. Yeah. She didn't like speci- specify that in the podcast. Public but. niceties are terrible when people are like, "How are you?" But they don't actually care. Yeah, I think people should start being like, "I'm terrible," and then yeah. maybe people will stop asking when they don't care. Maybe yeah. like um, something like weight is different. Like I would never just be like, even if I noticed, I can't imagine. I would not say like, "Oh, you look so good. You look so skinny." Like I feel like i've never said that i feel like i would never say yeah. that but if it's something like oh i just couldn't possibly know that like like i just i try not to even tell people anymore when i'm like oh you look like this celebrity because like somebody got offended once yeah like uh, how can i possibly know i think she's pretty i when i'm you know? complimenting people especially on physical appearance i try to like be part- like very either very like specific and true with my words but it's like you or, cannot possibly know if like somebody's gonna be like, yeah, I hate my nose, so thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, and it's like that's a them problem. I don't yeah. compliment people's appearance unless it's like a thing, like oh, yeah. I like your earrings. Yeah, yeah, like that's a good point. I, I find myself great, telling you know, little like, kids a lot. Like I'm like, oh, you're so pretty to my friend's little oh, daughter, yeah. Yeah. and because I tell my daughters too, yeah. But then <laughs> I wonder if like the parents are gonna think that's weird, like or parents are gonna be like, I don't say that, you know, like I, yeah. I don't know. So that's the thing that like my brain immediately says, like, I'm just like, yeah. oh, you're such a pretty little girl. But I don't say it to really people I see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because like people are just so freaking sensitive nowadays. Yeah. But we were talking about this book review um, and it is on this topic we're talking about, I swear. It's called Filter World, which is a great name for the world that we live in. Um, it's just it, I never understood filters really either like maybe on snapchat when it's like a silly one it's like oh look me and my friends are like sitting here drinking and here's us with the dog face filter but not the type of filter that is like it's me but like if i was pretty like yeah. what yeah those are weird no. so weird like the fake eyelashes yeah. that are so obvious and yeah, like they're all so obvious it's just so it's bad. almost worse it's like just post a real picture of yourself just post a real picture of yourself and yeah. like everybody knows it's the same thing i i feel like as like lip filler and all all other fillers it's like everybody it's like knows know. and it doesn't make you look better it makes you look insecure like super insecure it says that back in the 19th century a quasi-magical force seemed to govern americans everyday lives electricity that tantalizing new scientific discovery took on a mystical role in the American imagination. The popular vision of electricity was a pulsating mystery, the secret to human life and progress, discovered and harnessed as, oh, I don't know that word, incohate energy. Yeah, whatever. For Henry Adams, it was a moral force. 
analogous to how the early Christians felt the cross, as well as a despotic master. Whoa. A host of pseudoscientific self-help techniques soon sprang up with jargon-laden terms such as personal magnetism and electrophysiology and the promise of the age-old goals of health, beauty, and prosperity. Today, the American imagination has a new technology to imbue with that sacred power, the algorithm. Like electricity, an esoteric combination of mathematical precision and human decision seems to govern all aspects of our internet-suffused lives. As Kyle... Shanka suggests in Filter World, the algorithm has taken on the character of a near spiritual mystery, a force that we do not entirely understand, but that increasingly shapes the decisions we make or think we make. And Jay Noon talks about this a lot, our host on Thursdays, about how nowadays basically the algorithm, uh, if you're looking at Twitter every day, if you're looking at TikTok every day, whatever, the algorithm can affect people's choices. And I totally believe that. It's like they'll send you, they'll show you something that makes you angry during a specific time in your life. You know, they can like push people to like be violent and crazy. Oh, I'm sure. Mr. Sheka, a staff writer at the New Yorker, explores the tension between our perceived online freedom and the increasing homogeneity of our Instagram saturated world. And that's um, one thing that the alternative title that I didn't read talked about it said that it has dulled culture and i totally can see that it's like i feel like when like i've lived in so many different states and it's like in every state i went to high school and kids were saying damn daniel you know and it's not like that's a bad thing or something it's just like they basically had like the this internet culture that most of them were more interested in than like oh like living in the mountains well and it is kind of strange that children from like across the entire like from completely different geographical areas are like saying the same things exactly like it it just it's very unnatural Mm -hmm. i I think it's weird i can't really say whether it's good or a bad thing right my hunch is that it's maybe not great i i do think it's weird it's like all of these little kids like my little brother who's 10 will text me like bruh look at this and i'm like why are you saying bruh like he just says it because internet kids say it but it's kind of funny it says As he, the author, points out, the internet seems to offer us a dizzying array of choices. We now have at our fingertips a near-infinite list of products to buy, music to listen to, and films and books and memes to dedicate our limited attention span to. The the music thing, how could that be anything but good? Today, I took a break from what I was doing and was just listening to music, and I was like, the fact that this is, like, nearly free, like, I, I could probably listen to um, like a prayer by Madonna for free but I was listening to that and I was like the fact that this is just available to me at the touch of my fingertips is like un- there is no price you could put on music it's so freaking amazing in so many different ways um, so yeah it's not a bad thing 603-283-6160 we'll get into what this author is trying to say about our world because of the internet and social media but you can call in with whatever is on your mind 603-283-6160 it's free talk live 
airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. USA News Update. A Russian military transport plane that was carrying 74 people, including 65 Ukrainian prisoners of war, crashed today in a border region near Ukraine. There were no survivors. Marijuana sales in Michigan were high last year, over $3 billion, which is higher than the alcohol sales in the state. Western China reeling from aftershocks after a 7.1 magnitude earthquake yesterday in a remote part of the country. Three people were killed, five injured, hundreds of buildings damaged. Former President Donald Trump won New Hampshire's Republican presidential primary yesterday, defeating former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley and moving him closer to a rematch with President Biden this fall. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in this free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call them toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 
and have a great time getting there. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. that you control in 603-283-6160 is the phone number you can call in and bring up whatever is on your mind that's 603-283-6160 and i wanted to tell you that free talk live is brought to you by fork fest happening june 13th through the 16th at rogers campground in the beautiful white mountains of new hampshire fork fest is a fork of the porcupine freedom festival ForkFest is decentralized, so there is no ticket cost and no one is in charge. For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. That's ForkFest.Party. And with you in the studio tonight on Free Talk Live, you've got me, Bonnie. Lori. And Nikki. And in the last segment, we were talking about um, just basically... We were talking about how people are really insecure and use the internet for silly things reasons like to feel better about themselves like oh i feel so pretty when guys are liking my picture that is literally not me at this point it's like a voodoo doll that kind of looks like me because i facetuned giant hips or something like that like facetuned myself looking completely different in some way um there's that and also apparently people are using it to look for freedom and this i totally i totally believe that people are doing this it's like if you are not content in the now, it like most people will find a way to escape the now. And sometimes it's like drugs. But a lot of times I think it's social media. And anytime I've like caught myself being that way, like, oh, I just like, I want to go like fulfill some fantasy. Like my brain isn't, it's not thinking that like straight up, but it's like a feeling or something. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go like look at, uh, some social media like whenever I feel myself like that I'm like yeah I gotta log off like I'll, I, I can go like weeks without like Twitter if I feel like it's like taking over my life or like not letting like I'm like not in them now I'm spending too much time on it stuff like that but apparently people are using social media as this kind of escape it says that as the author points out the author of filter world The internet seems to offer us a dizzying array of choices, unlike in your real life, where you can only really do one thing at once. We now have at our fingertips a near infinite list of products to buy, music to listen to in films and books, and memes to dedicate our limited attention span to. At times, the internet can seem like a manifestation of our desires, reshaping itself in accordance with our clicks and likes. But such freedom is illusory. More often than not, Mr. Sheka tells us the power of algorithms lies in their ability to denature our capacity to choose. From the news headlines that we are prompted to see, the music that streaming services play for us, and the ads that follow us like shadows across the web, Filter World, for Mr. Sheka, is a flattened universe of consumer acquiescence, no less standardized than the Instagram photo editing tools that 
lend the book its name, Filters. So basically, that's um, all I really wanted to read about this article. Like, I don't want to get into the entire book review or anything, but it was related to what we were talking about. People, you know, checking out of real life, wanting to look like, you know, a fox instead of a human being. With Do ads no make you want to fat. buy things? Me? Yes, sometimes. They do? do Once in a while. Um, it depends on what it is. I've, I've never think... seen an ad that I've been like, oh, now I want to buy that. Usually it's food for me. It's like, mm. oh, oh, now I want sense. pizza. Yeah. Um, sometimes Amazon has like, now they have like recommended buy things. Mm. Um, and, but it's normally something I needed. And I'm like, oh, I forgot I needed that. But it still works. Like, yeah. Yeah. if I would have never, like it was the, the last one that got me was the back scrubber things. Because mm. um, I like to exfoliate, but I'm going through a lot of dead sea salt. <laughs> And Matt was like, you should buy one of those things. Um, and Amazon was like, I got you $10. But what about something that like so. you didn't know about before? Like, I think yeah, that that's that, what I'm saying. Like an ad that's not something you're already looking for. I think that I don't no. ha- get hit by those only because of the fact that I watch so much like um, just like people living their lives. Like I like to watch yeah. that. Well, like if I'm just chilling out. One thing I like to watch is like people living their lives content. Yeah. And I, they'll talk about what they use. And sometimes I'm like, oh, that sounds great. I'm going to use it. So it's not an ad, but it kind of is. Hmm. I'm also like not a huge consumer. Hmm. Like I don't want anything really. I don't really want to buy anything. And I'm like very specific with the things I do buy. Hmm. I research them and I'm like absolutely certain like this is the one the exact one that i want Mm, um so if i find an ad for something i'm probably not going to buy that one because that one's not going to be good enough (laughs) but maybe i would buy a different one for me it's like now that i'm asking or thinking about it because you asked this question i feel like for me it's mostly um at people's suggestions like not people i know in real life but like these random people like uh that i follow on twitter or like watch on youtube or something it's not always necessarily like beauty products like i got convinced on twitter that i need like a shower filter i had ian do the research yeah. on which one mm-hmm. so it's not really the same thing like i i can't think of a time i watched an ad for something but other that than wasn't food. someone's like paid like they weren't sponsored by them they were just like I think like it wouldn't matter either thing. way. Like it, it could happen to me either way. It's like if okay. they if they're like I am sponsored, but this is a really good blah yeah. blah blah. I still might be convinced. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I just I don't know what companies are spending these advertising dollars on if they yeah. don't. It doesn't actually work. And that's the thing. Like normally they'll do it after you've already been looking into something. So it's like I already bought that. Yeah. yeah. Why are you sending me ads? Like yeah. Like I, I bought I a need- toilet lid. Yeah, I don't need another and they, one. Right, and they're yeah. <laughs> trying to sell me another. Like, I don't. How many do you think I need? Yeah, yeah. just like, just the one. Just just the one. <laughs> I get a lot of ads when I play Angry Birds because I just play that a lot while listening to like any video where I don't need to see it mm-hmm. or listening to any but audiobook. Is, are those tailored to you or are they like totally random? I think that they're totally random. And yeah. I was just going to say like I'm just sitting here trying to think if any of them ever made me want any of that stuff. Like sometimes it's other games and I'm like I will never play another game other than the Angry Birds because it's a perfect game and I'll play it for the rest <laughs> of my life. But um, <laughs> the other thing is like Disney World. Like I'm it's obviously not they tailored to, to me. Yeah, they, they just advertise disney world and that's never gonna work on that's me that's like, like so random if i was gonna yeah. go somewhere i'd go to bush gardens in virginia like so i would not go to disney world angry birds advertisements yeah it's like send her advertisements for bush gardens not no. disneyland <laughs> well idiots 
<laughs> it's just like, yeah, I think you're right that it's not as effective as people act like it is. Yeah, yeah but th- but that's why companies will pay for it because, uh, you know, like YouTube doesn't pay. Like people used to make big money off YouTube. Not anymore. So now people ha- need sponsors. But that's why companies are more like AG1 is a huge one that like everyone I follow on YouTube promotes. What is that? But it- it's like a green powder, oh. like vitamins and stuff. Um but that's why companies will pay these influencers or content creators so much money because that works better than the ads. You know what I mean? Like from an actual person. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm watching every single one of Caria and Nate's videos. Mm-hmm. I'm more likely to take their word for it than someone else's. And because they're getting commission, they have incentive to make a really kick-ass like commercial in the middle of their YouTube video that's like funny and relatable. So then people are like, whoa, you drink AG1 every day? Like, look at how like pretty this girl is or look at how healthy she looks. Like, I'm going to do that. So I think those that style of advertising works a lot better than just yeah. like the generic You feel like form. you know them. I yeah. did buy a Sam and Colby shirt. So I guess that counts. It's not really like they're advertising something else. They're just like, oh, yeah, buy our merch. merch. Yeah. And they're they're in Zoomies now. So I went in there and looked at them. And I was like, okay, I actually really like this one. So I got it. And I, I have never bought anyone's merch ever before. But Sam and Colby are just the most amazing yeah. people. They're ghost hunters. I've mentioned them on the show before. But we have this story from the AP. A pastor in a small Ohio city are in a tussle over the legality of his 24 seven homeless ministry. And it's just like, how could you possibly argue the government's in the right over this? So stupid. A Christian church in Ohio filed a federal lawsuit this week after its pastor was charged with violating city ordinances. When he opened up the sanctuary around the clock for homeless people and others to find shelter. This is just so, Why it's so is bad that against the law. It should not be against the law. It's so bad. It's probably going to be something like fire codes. It's fire codes, Lori, <laughs> but um, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be illegal. But we do have a caller online. line. It looks like we have David in New Mexico. David, what's on your mind? That hold is too short, Bonnie. That hold was too short. I'm sorry. Did you need yeah. more time to think? No, 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 no. I got thinking covered. It just, uh, I was picking my nose and I needed more time to get that booger out. Ew. So... Yeah, next time, maybe instead of uh, one second hold, maybe like seven or eight seconds will do. I can get them boogers out in, in that amount of time. It's no problem. Well, the the time before that, you were mad that she holded for too long and that you only had like five minutes. Oh, really? Delicate balance. Yeah. Well, it's male, male prerogative to be mad about whatever you want to be mad about, Nikki. Okay. We'll let you have that. Men are mad. <laughs> okay. Men are mad, yeah. We'll let you be mad. And bad. <laughs> Crazy, man. Um. And, oh, uh, this is your captain speaking. Uh, what questions did you have about uh, maintenance? On an airplane? Mm-hmm. Are you a mechanic? No, I'm an airline transport pilot. Really? really? Uh-huh. You can go to the FAA's website and look up my name. Whoa. David from New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, David from New Mexico. Why isn't it popping up? Yep. <laughs> no, I know his last name. I won't say it on there. But, um... We've seen the picture. So... How often are they? How often is a plane inspected? What? How often is a plane inspected? Is it after every flight? Well, yeah. Well, something's being inspected uh, after every flight, before every flight, during every flight. It's just there's a thousand different things that get inspected, and they all have a different uh, calendar uh, time time frame. And so, what you're talking about is is the maintenance, not stuff done by the pilot, but stuff done by the maintenance. 
and it's called you what they do what they call progressive maintenance and so the instead of doing um or you know the the whole thing every year every half year whatever they they they're just constantly going over it and over it and over it and so uh, lesser things are inspected more frequently and then as you get into the the deeper and deeper parts of the airplane they're they're done a little bit less frequency fre- frequently because they're harder to get at and they generally don't need to be done every day every week every month and so every different part of the airplane has a different maintenance schedule on that progressive maintenance uh, plan and they so they're just constantly throughout the course of the year going over every aspect of the airplane why why that uh, door plug got missed uh, the yeah, obviously there's a flaw in their maintenance plan regarding hmm. that component. So would you say that that's something that you think would get checked every single flight? No, no, that that would be something that would get checked. I don't, and I'm pulling this out of my rear end. That would get checked, uh, you know, what, once a month, hmm. once every, once every other month, once every third month at, uh, at, at the least it would get checked once a year, which is sufficient if it was properly installed in the first place. Right, there's, right. There's no, yeah. That's what I was thinking. So like this, that means that they never the the airline probably never checked this because of the fact that it was a problem from manufacturing. So when a brand new plane comes to an airline or whatever, they don't do an initial check of the entire plane. Well, the the main, well yes and no. The their maintenance the progressive maintenance plan begins immediately. They take delivery of you know theoretically coming from the factory everything is kosher because the manufacturer has their own maintenance plan i mean you're building the airplane is part of the is basically the maintenance plan and they have a a punch card a checklist they check everything off before they deliver the aircraft to the buyer and then the buyer the airline takes possession of it and they immediately begin their progressive maintenance plan okay so but they just trust that the manufacturer did everything right because they don't do a whole entire inspection of it I, well, I don't know for sure. I, I'd have to speculate. I doubt that an airline takes delivery of a brand new airplane and then and then keeps it grounded until they've gone over every every maintenance aspect of it. I believe that they probably put it immediately into service. Like I said, be, beginning their progressive maintenance from day one. You know, so the airplane mm-hmm. flies for a day and these things get checked, and the airplane flies for a week and these things get checked, and the airplane flies for a month and then these things get checked and then two months and three months and six months and one year and it's just constantly being gone over in a in a cycle like that so yeah well thank you for uh giving the expert testimony on that because we were um just kind of guessing um but yeah if people know what he's talking about in the first hour i think we're talking about the boeing airplane from alaskan airlines that their door flew out mid flying and oh my god that is so scary um, thank you for the call, David. Um, and I hope that Boeing gets, you know, either fixes their problems or ends up just like going out of business. It looks like we have another caller, unscreened caller. You're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, I was just uh, calling about your uh, the article you guys were just reading about. Um, the one about the, the sorry, yeah, the, 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 the church. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, the church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, do you know uh, anything like, about this? Oh uh, yeah, it's like a it's like a town over. Oh where wow! I live. Um, basically, the dude, yeah, just like little piddly things that he didn't get done. I know one of the big things was he had bought a gas dryer, mm-hmm. didn't have it hooked up right, so carbon monoxide and stuff was leaking into the house. So well, but no, yeah, a lot of it's just like little piddly things where if you're going to have people stay, follow these ordinances. 
Wow. Yeah, it seems kind of crazy considering these people have no house and they're choosing to be there. And it's like they'd probably rather be somewhere where it has some issues than be nowhere or be on the street. Especially a lot of these places had like negative 30 degree temperatures. Oh, yeah. In Midwest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a little cold here this last week. So. Well, thank you so much for the call. Let's let's get into the rest of this um, article. It's really, I think, messed up the government, um, what they're doing, like going after this man at all. It's like, why don't you just help? Why don't you offer, if you're supposed to be the government that um, we all need for society to run smoothly, why don't you send people in to help fix the gas dryer instead of, you know, charging this man money for trying to help homeless people? It's so stupid. It says, police this month filed 18 criminal charges, 18 18 criminal charges against Dad's Place Church, Pastor Chris Avell, over allegations the rented church building located next to a separate homeless shelter along Main Street in Bryan, Ohio, a city of about 800,000, or sorry, 8,000 people, was violating the zoning ordinance, lacked proper kitchen and laundry facilities, and had unsafe exits and inadequate ventilation. An attorney for Avell and the church, Jeremy Dyes, said he thinks city leaders don't want the ministry in the middle of the town, describing it as a not-in-my-backyard issue and accusing officials of inventing problems. Nothing satisfies the city, Dyes said Monday, hours after the lawsuit was filed, and worse, they go on a smear campaign of innuendo and half-truths. Wow, it's like they, they just don't want to see these homeless people. Maybe the homeless people like walk around on the on Main Street during the daytime when they're not in the church and they're like, oh, we don't want to see these homeless people like this guy. He's giving us problems by trying to help them. During an initial meeting with the federal judge and lawyers for Brian on Tuesday morning, both sides agreed to maintain the status quo, Dyes said. As a result, he said the church will remain open to those who seek its religious services until at least March 4th, when the judge will consider its request for an injunction against the city. Avel, who pleaded not guilty in municipal court January 11th, said his church wants to welcome anyone regardless of the time of day. I truly believe that everyone who walks through the door of Dad's place walks out a better citizen, Avel said in an interview Tuesday, adding that closing down the around-the-clock ministry would lose what is actually a beacon of light downtown. And it's just like, oh, like that's such a sad freaking thing to think of, the government getting rid of this place where people go in, probably receive actual ministry, have a place to go, feel, you know comforted by other people that are caring about them like imagine thinking you're the good guy in this situation i just can't it's crazy like there there's always these people and i'm always on the opposite end there are always people who are like most government workers probably think they're doing something right who in avel ohio is standing up against this who works for the government and saying like this isn't right because it's so clearly not right yeah and there's a million ex- like examples like that, but this one is just like in your face. Like, I don't understand anyway because it's a church, mm-hmm. right? So there's people in it during the day, mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Yeah, and at that time it has adequate ventilation. Hmm. And he did say that the whatnot. city's making stuff up. Yeah. So if if there's people As during the do. day and that's fine, then why is it suddenly not fine at night? It's simply because they're housing homeless people. Yeah, but they just don't like, I think they just don't like that the homeless people are there for some reason. The defendants are the city. 
defendants are the city, Brian, Mayor, Carrie Schlade, and other Brian officials. Why are they de- the defendants? Because they're suing the other person. Wouldn't that make the other people the... S- whatever. You'd think. The city I, I don't know is if suing. They're suing the city in retaliation against this? It didn't seem like that's what was happening, but... It didn't seem like we were to that point that they were to that point yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it seems like that's something that would happen later if that was going to happen. I, I, I didn't I read know. anything so far that said that they're uh, countersuing. No. So what, somehow the defendants are this? Yeah, uh, Brian, Ohio. Ohio. But it's Brian with a Y. We absolutely de- deny any allegation that the city has treated any religious institution inappropriately, said Brian City Attorney Mark Fischel, noting that Schlade supported the church opening in the building oh. four years ago. So it does sound like they're actually suing them. That wasn't like a typo or something. Yeah, like countersuing them, saying yeah, that they mistreated them. Like, yeah. They didn't mention that. No, but it, it sounds like, based on his statement... Yeah, it's just like so odd that they're just suddenly talking them. about something without like introducing it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it says we absolutely deny any allegation that the city has treated any religious institution inappropriately. Because it started, it started off talking about these eighteen charges the city is bringing against the the church guy, mm-hmm. um, noting that Schlade supported the church opening in the building four years ago. Well, a lot can change in four years for one thing, and like you don't get to just say no the church can't open in the building so who cares that you supported it he says the city has been and continues to be interested in any business any church any entity complying with local and state law the church's lawsuit said its leaders decided in march to remain open at all hours as a temporary emergency shelter for people to go who have nowhere else to go and no one to care for them Eight people stay there on a typical night. Okay, it's only eight. It's like, that's that can't possibly be too many people in one building. Right. Like, if there are eight people in my house, it wouldn't be like, oh, the ventilation's not good enough in my house. It's got to be smaller than this church. Um, and I feel like if there were eight people in this room who just had nowhere to go, it was like a emergency situation, like, it would be fine. It would be fine. Yeah, like being negative degree you know what yeah I mean? like being super super cold it wouldn't be like i can't breathe in here like that wouldn't <laughs> no, happen it'd be fine um and it's not like it's a hotel they're not charging these people yeah they're just coming in no so they're can, probably just laying on the ground right so how can they even say you have to have all these specific parameters no, that's crazy for people to come in and just sleep and it's like, in here i'm sure these people would rather not have like adequate accommodations versus dying right yeah, yeah. Freezing to death. Mm-hmm. Gets cold in Ohio. What, yeah. what do they want? What does the city want? Like, those people just go outside? Yep. Yeah, they just want them to die, probably. Wow. I mean, that's like, I, like that's cities. They hate homeless people, and they just want them to die. Yeah. Here says, the church's lawsuit says, okay, so yeah, the church is countersuing. Good for them. I feel like if I read that, I was, like, blanked out or something. It says, it was city police officers who would bring people by, Avel, the owner of the church, said. The local hospital would call and bring people by. Other homeless shelters would call and bring people by. The, so it seems like like the community doesn't have some kind of a problem. It's the the parasite class, the 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 government. Well, even cops are bringing people over. Hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I mean, politicians are different than cops, right? So there yeah. could be like community cops that are like, "Oh, you're you know, you need a place to go." Like I've heard of this place, you know. Yeah. And um. It says the church's policy has been... Well, it says they would bring people by. Maybe they're, like, they stopped. I don't know. 
Um, like he he just it didn't really give the context of that quote. Just said it was this, it was city police officers who would bring people by, like in the past. The church's policy has been to let anyone stay overnight and doesn't ask them to leave unless there is a biblically valid reason for doing so, or if someone at the property poses a danger to himself or others, according to the complaint. And it's just like it's their property. That should be it. It's that should be fine. There should be no question, no other talking about this. Held from 11 p.m. to 8 a.m., the church's rest and refresh in the Lord ministry includes Johnny Cash's reading of the Bible piped in under dim, dim lights, and anyone is allowed to come or go. I've never heard Johnny of that. Johnny Cash has a reading of the Bible? Yeah. I knew he was religious. Never even heard of that. Know. It's been Free Talk Live. You can call in tomorrow if you didn't get a chance today. You can go to freetalklive.com, and social.freetalklive is back up, so you can go there as well. Thank you for listening. Peace. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946.